Line Podcast. What's going on? This is the Bottom Line Podcast presented by Anchor.fm, your home for sports and entertainment talk. Jimmy Finizzi, Nearville Piano with you. We hope you're doing well. As always, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to take a listen. We truly appreciate it. You already know what it is. Hit us up on all social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bottom Line WM6. And follow Neil on Twitter as well at the NVP show on Instagram at NVPQB11. And be sure to use the hashtag Bottom Line. Neil, I feel like it's been an eternity since we have done an actual episode of this podcast. How the heck are you, my man? I think it's also been a while since it was just you and I doing a podcast episode <laughs> together. So I yeah, mean, it's true, certainly, true, true. It, it has, I mean, it no, has no, no knock on Austin. We love him. We do. And unfortunately, he could not yeah. join us for this episode. But he'll be back with us next week. Don't worry. He ain't going yeah. anywhere. Yeah, no, um, I've been good. I've been spending a lot of time working on Devil's State of Mind and a couple of other projects that I'm I'm working on. So, you know, I've been able to keep myself relatively busy. Uh, you know, obviously with everything that's going on, there's a lot. I mean, this is the most sports that we've gotten in quite some time. You know, obviously mm-hmm. we went through, uh, you know, we went through the Stanley Cup finals, the NBA finals. Then you go through, you know, Major League Baseball. I mean, today we're actually recording this on the day of Major League Baseball's trade deadline. And we've already yep. had several blockbuster deals that have happened with some with some franchises. And there's just there's a lot going on um, and oh, there's yeah. a lot to keep yourself busy with. So I've just been trying to stay as busy as possible, but I, I'm doing good. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited to uh, obviously do an episode. Uh, it's, like I said, it's been a while since we've done a bottom line episode, but um, you know, it's better late than never. <laughs> Amen to that brother. And I'm, I'm glad you're doing well. I can definitely, I can definitely say the same, keeping, uh, keeping quite busy myself, you know, with uh, family stuff and all that. But you know what? Life is good. I can't complain all that much. Look, Neil said it. There is a lot to digest, and I promise you we will get to all of it, but not in this episode. We will get to it next week. We got a lot of MLB trades that happened with the Yankees, the Padres, the Dodgers. The NHL trade deadline was filled with all kinds of crazy moves. You got NHL free agency. You got a lot of heavy lifting to do. Mm. We'll get to all of it next week. But today is not all about that because today we're going to talk about something that we have not touched throughout the entire NFL offseason. And I figured, you know what? Better late than never. So today we are going to be talking about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. But before we get started, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube and all audio listening platforms as well. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that notification bell so you do not miss a single episode. So in case for some unknown reason you have been living in a cave throughout the entire NFL offseason, let me give you this executive summary on what's been going on. Aaron Rodgers is not happy. He is not a happy camper in Green Bay right now, and he has not been for quite some time. And it all started from when they drafted Jordan Love, which, who, by the way, is a quarterback. But anyway, so it basically all stemmed from there, and he basically felt like he has not been treated fairly. Uh, Some of the past players that have played for him in the past, a la um, Julius Peppers, uh, Randall Cobb, who, by the way, just got traded back to Green Bay. So welcome back, Randall Cobb. So he got one of his weapons back. Uh, Clay Matthews, the list goes on and on. He basically felt like him and some Packers players in the present and past and 
probably future Packers as well are not going to be treated as fairly. And he wanted to voice that publicly. And if you didn't see his press conference, he did not pull back. He went off on everybody. He went off on the GM. He went off on the owners. He went off on everybody. And if you want a little bit more perspective as to what exactly this was about, so those are saying, oh, this was just about money. Well, let me put it to you this way. The Green Bay Packers offered him a contract. I think it was a five-year contract that offered they offered him, which would have made him the highest paid quarterback and player in football, turned it down. It was never about the money. He didn't want to be, he didn't want to be the highest paid player in football. He just wanted he just wanted himself and for the players around him to be treated with respect. And from what I've been seeing, that has not been happening. So, with all that being said, here are just some latest details on what's going on with Aaron Rodgers as of right now. This is as of today, actually, at the time of this recording on July 30th, 2021. The Green Bay Packers have now reworked Aaron Rodgers' contract. The 2023 year in his original contract is voided, making next year, 2022, the final year on his contract. Forfeiture provisions were removed from the contract, preventing the Packers from pursuing prorated portions of Rodgers' signing bonus. That means Rodgers will not lose any of the signing bonus or roster bonus money he received this year, which totals more than $14 million, by the way. And after the 2021 season, the remaining $5.7 million in proration from his 2019 signing bonus also is no longer forfeitable. No other financial changes were believed to have been made to the deal. Aaron Rodgers did not report to OTAs. He did not report to minicamp, but he arrived at training camp this week after 89 days of all of us speculating, is he ever going to play for the Packers again? Is he going to retire if he doesn't play for the Packers? Where is he going to go? After all of that speculating, it sounds more and more likely that he will play for the Packers at least this season because he knows this is probably his last crack to win a Super Bowl because if he doesn't, and look, I'm not going to play sides here because I know that all the talk has been, oh, who who won? I'm not going to talk about that because let me tell you why. If they don't win a Super Bowl, both sides are going to look bad. Because for Aaron Rodgers' sake, this would have been all for nothing. And for the Green Bay Packers, it would have been all for nothing as well because you got your quarterback back and he didn't do squat with him. You're getting getting him help for once. And if you don't win a Super Bowl, what good is it going to do if you can't win it for him at least this season? This is his Mm. last chance. What are you going to do about it? Mm. So, look, I'm, I'm not playing sides here. Both sides are going to look absolutely horrendous if they don't at least go to a Super Bowl this year, let alone win one. All right? So the bottom line for me is simply this. Good for Aaron Rodgers. He's getting one last crack. And look, I really hope he does win another Super Bowl. I want him to win at least one more. I do. But if it ain't with the Packers this year, if he goes somewhere else and he don't win one, I'm sorry. It ain't going to be a good look. Now, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. I get it. He's a Hall of Famer. That's no question about it. But how bad is it going to be 
if Green Bay does not win a Super Bowl and all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers goes somewhere else, from a Packers organizational standpoint, if Aaron Rodgers goes and wins another Super Bowl after he's done here, how is that going to look for Green Bay? Probably not that good. Again, considering the fact that you are now providing the help that he needs, it ain't going to be a good look if you don't do anything with him this year. All right? And that's the bottom line for me. So good on Aaron Rodgers. Good on Green Bay for now. How's it going to play out? I have no idea. None of us do. Do I want them to make another Super Bowl? Absolutely, yes. And quite frankly, there is a high possibility of that happening. And, and I'm, I'm telling you right now, I actually do think they're going to make the Super Bowl this year. I really, really do. Because, again, it's his last chance. And now that he's getting all this help, there are no excuses. So I personally think they're going to pull it off. But if they don't kneel, oh, boy, we're going to have a ton of questions about him and the Packers organization. We really, really are. And it's not going to be good. Since Aaron Rodgers was the starting, became the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers back in 2008, the Packers have had nine winning seasons uh, in 13 years, yep. which is very, very impressive. And in that time, Aaron Rodgers has been the quarterback. This is what's happened. They've lost in the wild card in 09, won the Super Bowl in 2010, lost in the divisional round in 2011, 2012. They lost in the divisional round, 2013 lost in the wild card, 2014 lost in the conference finals. Uh, 2015 lost in the division round, 2016 lost in the conference finals, two years in a row they didn't make the playoffs, and then in third, both in 2019 and 2020 they lost in the conference finals. Conference championship, I'm thinking basketball. I have basketball on my mind. <laughs> it's all right. Aaron Rodgers has been one of the most consistent quarterbacks in the NFL over the last 10 years, over oh, yeah. 10 years. Oh, yeah. The only no other question. quarterback that I think has had more success overall has clearly been Tom Brady. I did a video over a year ago about which quarterback that I think was more, which quarterback that I think was the most gifted quarterback in in the NFL. And it was between Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. And most people agreed that it was Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers can take a mediocre team and win 13 games. Oh, yeah. And to be very blunt, the last two years in Green Bay, the Packers as a whole have been relatively mediocre. They're a team that without Aaron Rodgers could win maybe seven, eight games. With Aaron Rodgers, you win five, six more games because of the ability that he has as a quarterback, as a leader, and as an overall football player. You mentioned that the rift between Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers started back a couple years ago when they drafted um, Jordan Love in the first round. Uh, I actually think it started back in 2017 when Aaron Rodgers started to have a couple of injuries. Um, he had a couple of concussion problems. He also had a, um, an ar a, uh, a right arm injury that he suffered. I think that was in 2017 when they ended right. up going seven and nine. What it, what it did for Aaron Rodgers is it exposed the fact that the Packers really just weren't trying to build a good team around him, that they basically took the attitude of, well, we don't have to go out and spend a whole lot of money 
because Aaron Rodgers is so good, he can turn even mediocre players into very good players. I'm not trying to say that Randall Cobb isn't a good wide receiver, but to be very honest with you, everywhere else Randall Cobb has been in his career, he has done nothing. He's gone to mm-hmm. Dallas, did nothing. Went to Houston, did nothing. His time in Green Bay, that's what made him a focal point wide receiver. Yep. There's a lot of players there. Do I think Devontae Adams can be good without Aaron Rodgers? I do think so. I oh, think yeah. Devontae oh, Adams is one of the few exceptions to that. Um, Jordy Nelson, as he proved when he went to the Raiders, was not as good. Now, that was more of an injury situation, but still – Jordy Nelson did a lot better when Aaron Rodgers was his quarterback. Aaron Rodgers has that ability. But I go back to 2017 when the injuries started to pile up for Rodgers, and he's saying, look, I'm in my mid to I'm in my early to mid thirties. I don't have much time left in the league. I want to go out and at least win another Super Bowl. Yep. And the Packers, mind you, being a very small market because Green Bay is really in the middle of nowhere. If you've seen pictures of where Lambeau Field is, it's literally in the middle of nowhere. And Aaron Rodgers made a comment yesterday that I think was pretty damning. He said that Green Bay is not a place where people go to vacation. People come to Green Bay to play with me. Aaron Rodgers is not afraid to speak his mind. He has made it publicly clear he does not want to be in Green Bay anymore. But there are a couple of issues with that. There are a couple of people that need to be blamed for why we're in this position. The first one, first and foremost, is the general manager of the Green Bay Packers, Brian Gunkus. He basically has chosen to not try to really do a whole lot. And Gutekunst said yesterday when he made the trade to reacquire Brandon Cobb, that it wasn't his choice. Aaron Rodgers told him to go after Randall Cobb. This is very true. Aaron Rodgers is the one that really runs this team, not Gutekunst. That's just really, that's the reality of it. This is Aaron Rodgers' team. If you want to make Aaron Rodgers happy, you let him tell you what to do. If he's saying, I want you to go after a guy like Antonio Brown, the Packers are probably going to do it because they don't want to, you know, They don't want to ruffle any more feathers, but that ship has sailed. There is no coming back from this. Now, the Packers could have made the choice to fire their general manager, and they didn't. And Aaron Rodgers made it clear he didn't want to come back to Green Bay unless Gutekunst wasn't here. Well, Aaron Rodgers is here, and Gutekunst is still here as well. Uh Aaron Rodgers is is in a position where he is here reluctantly. He doesn't want to sit out. He wants to play, but he obviously doesn't want to be in Green Bay. So what he's doing is he's basically coming in here to honor his contract, honor the team that he's been playing for his entire career. And he's going to basically be playing for the guys on the field and the fans in the stands. He's not playing for the Packers organization. He's going out here to do the best that he possibly can with the team that he has. Now, this is where, You have to understand that Matt LaFleur is not necessarily as good of a coach as people want to say he is. Yes, in the two years that LaFleur has been the head coach, he has won 26 regular season games and lost only six. And he has won several playoff games and has been to -to back-to-back NFC championship games. But who's been more of the factor in that? It's been Aaron Rodgers. That was the point that I was getting to. The point is, is that it's Aaron Rodgers. I feel very bad for Jordan Love. 
because Jordan Love did not ask to be here. Jordan mm. Love was drafted here and he stuck here. He could, I mean, obviously he could have said like, I don't want to be in Green Bay because I don't want to, I don't want to be in a position with Aaron Rodgers. It's just how, it's just hilarious to me that you go back to the 2005 draft and the Packers took Aaron Rodgers in the first round and that pissed off Brett Favre, but they went several years together where they bonded and eventually the Packers decided that Aaron Rodgers was their future and they went with him. Yep. Fast forward to now, it's the exact same thing. You take Jordan Love in the first round, you ruffle feathers with Aaron Rodgers, or you ruffle even more feathers than you already did before. And from what I've heard, Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love have a very good relationship. And Jordan Love understands that his time is going to be probably not right now. His time is going to be down the road at some point, whether Aaron Rodgers retires as a Packer or goes off to greener and, you know, greener pastures, basically. You look at this situation and you say to yourself, there is no way that Aaron Rodgers is going to finish his career with the Green Bay Packers, because even if they fire their GM, there's still going to be tension there. Now, I want to bring something up. I want to bring something up that I don't think enough people are talking about. And this is simply this. The Packers don't have one owner. They have many because the ownership of the Packers is actually called Green Bay Packers Incorporated. The Packers are the only publicly owned franchise in the National Football League, publicly owned, which means the team is owned by the entire state of Milwaukee, the entire state. Excuse me, not, not Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Well, They're owned state, by the state entire, of Wisconsin. State of Wisconsin, the entire yes. state. That rather than being the property of an individual partnership or corporate entity, they are held as of 2016 by 360,760 stockholders. Yep. No one is allowed to hold more than 200,000 shares, which represents approximately 4% of the 5 million, of just over 5 million shares currently outstanding. It is this broad based community supported nonprofit structure which has kept the team in Green Bay for over a century in spite of being the smallest market of all the North American professional sports. Right. The main guy that people point at is Mark Murphy, who is the president of Green Bay Packers Incorporated. The Packers are owned by literally the fans. They're literally owned by the community. If they did not have this, Green Bay would not have the Packers anymore. The Packers would not exist. They would have moved or disbanded or whatever the case. You see a lot of this in soccer, particularly over in Europe. There are a lot of teams in soccer that are owned, that are mainly owned by the supporters of the damn team. They do have one very wealthy owner, you know, if you want to call it that. But the majority of it is decided. A lot of things are decided by the fans and the supporters and groups like that. Exactly. The Packers, as I just mentioned, are the smallest play in the smallest media market in, in of any team in North American sports. They don't make a lot of money. And what Aaron Rodgers said is kind of true that really players are here. Players come here because they want to play with Aaron Rodgers. No disrespect. But if Aaron Rodgers is gone, who the hell's going to Green Bay? Not Nobody. very many people. Nobody. Exactly. So you look at this. Now let's talk about let's talk about this contract 
recon, you know, restructure. That but, but, by, by the way, I don't mean to cut you off. I apologize. But if Aaron Rodgers leaves Green Bay after the season, which is high, more than highly likely will happen. The only thing that's going to be relevant now in Wisconsin is cheese. Think about that. Well, no, Wisconsin's no, famous wait, for wait, cheese, wait, okay? wait, wait, remember the Milwaukee Bucks exist in that yes. state. Uh, well, but besides that, so they do have, I mean, so it's not, no, it's not like that they don't have a lot. And look at the Brewers. The Brewers are in first place, the NL Central. For all we know, they could make a run to the World Series this year. So it's yeah. not the beyond end all, but the Packers, out of all the sports teams in Wisconsin, are the most recognizable, most loved. I almost am certain that every single person that lives in Wisconsin that's a football fan is a Green Bay Packers fan. That's just the way it is. That's, that's exact, just the that's way exact, it is. That's exactly the Packers point, are but... one of the most historic franchises in all of sports, yep. not just in football. Now, yep. that, let's that was go... my point. Anyway, but back back to the contract. Right. I'm sorry. Let me let me bring up something that Tom um, Polisero of NFL Network uh, tweeted out. He tweeted this out a couple of days ago. Actually, he tweeted this out yesterday. He said, there's no new money in Aaron Rodgers' new deal, as you mentioned before, Jimmy. Adjusted right. upward to account for 18th game check. Because remember, we now have we now have 17 games or whatever the heck. In 2021, there is a $6.8 million roster bonus from March, a just over four, almost $14.5 million signing bonus, a 1.1 base salary, which is a total of $22 million. And then in 2022, the salary will be $26 million, almost $26.5 million in salary, $500,000 workout bonus, and a total of 26, nearly $27 million. Now, here's a couple of things that we need to know. There are four points that I want to make here that I have right here about this, about this contract reconstruction. Number one, a void season was added in 2023, like you mentioned, making the remaining contract a two-year deal through 2022. Number two, Rodgers can't be franchise tagged by the Packers if he plays out the two seasons and becomes a true free agent in 2023. Number three, the Packers are converting Rodgers' base salary this year into a signing bonus and will save around $9.3 million in salary cap space in 2021, which makes Rodgers' new cap hit this year nearly $28 million, which is a lot of money in case you didn't know. Number four, <laughs> trading Aaron Rodgers after this season would result in a dead cap of a dead cap hit of around $26.8 million, but an overall savings on the cap of almost 19.3. Why do I read those points? Because I want everyone to understand that the Packers did this not just because they expect Rodgers to not be here within two years, but they also want to get a head start on preparing themselves financially to have room to make other moves down the road. Because right Thank now, you. Jordan Love is not making a whole lot of money. And Jordan Love is definitely going to be the future successor to Aaron Rodgers, whether he's here in two years or not. So you look at it this way. You go into the 2021 NFL season, and we were already having problems with Aaron Rodgers. Well, now the Packers are having issues with Devontae Adams. Now that the Packers somewhat resolved the issue with Aaron Rodgers, now they can try to work out an extension with Devontae Adams. To be quite frank, I think Devontae Adams would be smart to not even make a deal with the Packers right now. It would yeah. be better for him to just play out the rest, play out this year and go from there. Because Devontae Adams, if Aaron Rodgers had been dealt prior to the season, Devontae Adams is gone as well. Oh, yeah. That was basically what he was saying. Now, 
there are only three teams, honestly and truly, that I see Aaron Rodgers going to in a year or two years from now. Okay. Number one, the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Drew Locke is terrible. That's what everybody's been saying. Drew Locke is terrible. Okay. Drew Locke is the biggest reason why the Broncos cannot get any better. They have a very good offense. Their offensive line has gotten better. Their defense, even with Von Miller being pretty old, is still very, very good. Yep. So they are one big difference maker away from being a very, very good team in the AFC West. So that's something to keep in mind. Number two, the Las Vegas Raiders. This makes way too much sense. You look at Derek Carr. Derek Carr is not a bad quarterback. Derek Carr is a very solid quarterback. The issue is, is that Derek Carr is susceptible to making a lot of bonehead mistakes. He's susceptible to throwing some interceptions. But I want to point out that the last two years, Derek Carr has thrown the fewest interceptions of any quarterback in the NFL. Which tells you that he doesn't turn over the ball very much, but he he overthrows a lot of guys and he's not this big armed quarterback. He hasn't been the same since like 2016 when he got hurt and the Raiders were on a roll and then everything fell to crap. That was that. And you look at the, I mean, look, they brought in Marcus Mariota and Mariota basically did a pretty bang up job in just a little time that he took over for Derek Carr. And even though the relationship between Gruden and Carr is pretty good, if you have the opportunity to upgrade the quarterback position with arguably one of the best, most talented quarterbacks in the history of the NFL, with a team that could very well be on the rise of being a Super Bowl contender in Las Vegas, of all places, it's a pretty enticing thing. Why do you think the Raiders were high on trying to possibly bring in Tom Brady? Why do you, you know, why... Why were rumors about Aaron Rodgers going to the Raiders a big deal the last two or three months? It's because it makes a lot of sense. And the last one might be the most surprising, the New York Giants. And let me explain why. Wait, what? Let, let me explain. Let me get there. Let me explain. Oh, let me explain. No, and, and again, Mr. Daniel Jones, apologist. We're going down this road again. But Daniel Jones, this is it for him. In 2021. I this agree is with it. that. I do. This is I it. Agree. Because guess what? If he doesn't perform this year, the Giants are just going to let him go. Oh, yeah. No, They're he's just out. Let he's him out. Go. Oh, and mind you, I just want to point this out. The Giants have not won but two first-round picks in 2022 because they have the other one from the Bears. And if the Bears have a bad season, which I think they will, that first-round pick from Chicago could be very, very enticing to certain teams. And the Giants, look at what they've done, even just this offseason. They literally decided that they were going to make sure that they could exercise every possibility that Daniel Jones could succeed. David Gettleman's whole career is riding on Daniel Jones getting better. Daniel Jones regressed in year two after a relatively promising rookie year. Daniel Jones now has a number one wide receiver. Very solid tight ends because I think the combination of Kyle Rudolph and Evan Ingram is actually pretty good. I actually like that. If you have Kyle Rudolph football, well, I think that that's going to improve. You have Saquon Barkley who has a lot to prove himself, and he's certainly going to have to do a a lot. The biggest question mark is obviously their offensive line. The reason why I'm not worried about the fact that the Giants didn't make a whole lot of moves offensive line wise is because. Over the last five or six years, the Giants have never been able to have a consistent offensive line for more than a year. 
They constantly have switched players in and out, and they need to have these guys build chemistry. And the majority of this offensive line is guys that David Gettleman drafted. They need to build chemistry together and stay consistent for a while. That's something. But going back to Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, there is so much of there is so much riding on him. He has the most to prove of any player on this football team. I'm, I'm, Daniel I'm Jones has to prove everybody wrong about him. They need to, he needs to prove that he was worthy of the sixth overall pick, that he's worthy of being a franchise quarterback, and that he's worthy and capable of being a quarterback that can lead the Giants to a Super Bowl. If not, I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants called Green Bay and discussed that. Now, do I think that the Packers would be dumb enough to trade Rodgers within the conference? No, I think most likely they would trade him to an AFC team, like I said, the Broncos or the Raiders. Right. But if Daniel Jones does not succeed this year, don't be surprised that the Giants are rumored. A lot of people are talking about it even now. When they talked about Aaron Rodgers' contract and knowing that he's going to be a free agent after not this season, but the year, the year after, what? You know, I think it makes sense because you look at the Giants. The Giants have upgraded everywhere, yeah. everywhere on their team. Their defense is better. And if they get Chandler Jones, possibly, it just got even it just got even more, more good. You look at the offensive line, we finally have some some stability there. And honestly, even bringing back Nate Solder and having, having him play on the right side instead of the left, I think is a good thing. You got Saquon. You brought in Kenny Galladay. You still have Sterling Shepard, John Ross, Darius Slade. You have a lot to offer. The biggest question mark is still number eight under center. He has to perform this year. And I want him to. I'm not sitting here saying I want Daniel Jones to suck so that the Giants get Aaron Rodgers. I right. want the Giants to go win eight, nine, 10, 11 games this year. I want them to be in contention for the division and make the playoffs. I want Daniel Jones to be the dude. I'm a Giants fan. I want to see that happen. But I'm telling you that if this doesn't work out again and Daniel Jones fails again, David Gettleman is probably gone. Yeah. And Daniel Jones is definitely gone. Yep. And the Giants then make a decision, free agent quarterback, draft a quarterback, or go for it all. Because you may very well be in a position to say, he's right there, may mm. not hurt. And if the Packers are willing to listen and want to make a move, there's a possibility. So that's something to keep in mind. I'll tell you what, though. if Look, I would absolutely love to have Aaron Rodgers on the New York Giants. Don't get me wrong. Who wouldn't would have to have Aaron Rodgers on happens, team, period? Yeah, if that happens, they will be the talk of the tri-state in all of football for years. If Aaron Rodgers comes here and brings them to multiple Super Bowls, can you imagine if that happens? Oh, boy, we'll be talking about them for a right. long, long time. Right. Well, I like would it's... not be opposed to that. And look, I'm with you. I've had my share on Daniel Jones. You know I've defended him. Yes, I can be a bit of an apologist, you, you, but, but you I am you with can, you. you. Are <laughs> no, don't say, don't say you can. You have but, been, and we can go back to several videos in the past yes. that have proven that. Yes, I but, have been, as many people will agree. I have consistently said that I don't personally believe that Daniel Jones is is a franchise quarterback. No, I no, don't. You have. I think you he's have. okay. 
He's not the worst quarterback I've ever seen. I mean, right. if you told me, do I have a choice between Daniel Jones and Drew Locke? I'm probably going to pick Daniel Jones because at least <laughs> oh, Daniel yeah. Jones can <laughs> throw a deep ball pretty well. I don't know what the hell Drew Locke can do well because it clearly hasn't been proven. But this is my – but like I said, this is my point. Like, I don't want Giants fans on here to start thinking, oh, we could get Aaron Rodgers. Because, again, look, there's nothing saying that the Packers can't decide, you know what, we don't want to trade him within the division. Right. So what are you going to do? You're going to wait two years? You're going to wait till the offseason of 2023? 2022 or 2023 for this guy may not necessarily be the smart move. You have to perform now. So Daniel Jones knows that. And here's the thing. Daniel Jones is not stupid. Daniel Jones has social media. I know damn well that somebody has mentioned it to him. And I know Mm -hmm. he has a lot to prove. And the same thing with Derek Carr and the same thing with Drew Locke. All these guys have, look, nobody wants to lose their job. Nobody wants to lose their job of being a starting NFL quarterback. They, right. want to, they, they want to stay there as long as they can. So it's put up or shut up because guess what? The second Aaron Rodgers is made available, whether it's trade or free agency, there's going to be a handful of teams that are going to be knocking down the door to bring him in. Oh, and that's yeah. something to no, keep in mind. No, no, there's, there's absolutely no question about that. And I'm really, really, really looking forward to if and as I say happens. this, I'm watching Daniel Jones throw t- throw touchdown passes to Kenny Galladay in practice. So, you know. <laughs> also, you Evan go. Ingram is catching. Also, I'm hearing Ke- Evan Ingram is catching everything in sight. So that tells you a lot. Hmm. So interesting. Also, in case anybody would like to know, we are into day three of NFL training camp, which is actually this is the latest we have had training camp in like I think 30 years. Yeah, right. Because of obviously <laughs> everything that's gone on. But right, I com- like I completely forgot the training camp was a thing because like last year we didn't really have. Well, I mean, we had training camp, but we had, but, we like, had no just, preseason. Right. And now we have three preseason games in a 17 game season, which I still yep. argue we need to have only two preseason and, and the games. Whole, and the Hall of Fame game is next week. I don't even know who's playing in that. The who's Steelers and the Cowboys. Oh, that's that's why I don't care. That's why I didn't know. <laughs> that's why I didn't know. Oh, man. Damn. See, this is, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, I mean, look, so again, at the end of the day, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, is simply this. Would it be weird to see Aaron Rodgers in a uniform other than the Packers? Yeah, but we said the same thing about Brett Favre. Brett Favre went to the Jets and the Vikings. Mm -hmm. We said the same thing about Tom Brady. Tom Brady went to the Bucs. Here's the thing, and I'll use a hockey term. If Wayne Gretzky can get traded, anybody can get traded. And that goes for everybody. That goes for literally every sport. You know, exactly. you, look at, you look at guys and you say, oh, you can never get traded. Joe Montana went to the Chiefs, okay? Like, it, it you know, it, it's – there is always the possibility. Is it – again, would it be weird to see Aaron Rodgers somewhere else? Yes. Well, hey, I think if, it's going to happen. If you're, talk, if you're talking hockey analogies, and I'm sorry to cut you off again, look at Brad Park, of all people. Brad Park thought he was going to be with the Rangers well, for the rest of his career. Gets traded I mean, to the Bruins out of all teams. The Bruins. And one of yeah, the but, most shocking trades in sports history. But then again, most people don't know who Brad Park is. So that was, so, I mean, that's, unless you're a diehard Rangers fan or a hockey fan, you may know who that is, but I'm talking about, I was trying to use more of an obvious example. No, I, 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 that, I, I get it. I get just it. so that people can relate to what I'm saying. My <laughs> point is just simply that I, get it. I want, you know, I'm a fan of Aaron Rodgers. I think he's great. I think he's one of the best, most talented quarterbacks I've ever seen play the game of football. The thing is, is simply this. 
you, the, 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 these are still the questions that we have when you talk about Aaron Rodgers and his situation in Green Bay. Does he really want to be here anymore? And you look at it this way. Let's say they make the playoffs, right? And let's say, you know what? Let's throw out the craziest possibility. Let's say they win the Super Bowl, right? right. The question then becomes, does Rodgers still want to be in Green Bay or does he, does he want to ride off into the sunset and go somewhere else? I mean, there's only been one quarterback in the history of the NFL that has won a Super Bowl and then wasn't on the team next year. And that was Trent Dilfer when he won a Super Bowl with the Ravens. Now, right. obviously, the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Trent Dilfer is completely different. But let me just point this out. Talking to the Packers, as a lot of people would say, this we're talking about Aaron freaking Rodgers. We are talking about one of the top, if not the top talented quarterback. People say, oh, what about Tom Brady? Well, I'm talking about talent-wise because, in my opinion, Aaron Rodgers is way more gifted at the quarterback position than Tom Brady has ever been in his entire career. Thank you. Patrick Mahomes is incredibly talented. He might, to me, he's the second most talented quarterback in the NFL. Second most. Um, Aaron Rodgers has just been disrespected for the last four or five years. The Packers have just tried not to do this. But again, this brings up the thing that I mentioned before. The interest of the owners is not the same as the interest of the fans. The fans exactly. look at it and say, we need to spend money. We need to go out and we need to get big name players and good players so that Aaron Rodgers can be happy. Yes, I agree with that. But you have to think of it this way. What, what is the budget that the ownership has, the Packers have really chosen in many ways to not spend a whole lot of money. The two guys that have gotten paid a decent amount are Aaron Rodgers and David Bakhtiari, because David Bakhtiari is one of the best, if not the best left tackle slash guard in the NFL. And you saw how badly the Packers missed him in the NFC championship game when Jason Pierre-Paul was dunking on Aaron Rodgers oh, five or six times in that game. Oh, That's yeah. when you knew it. They, they lacked that. So this is the thing. Big proponent of, of making sure, I mean, my whole philosophy is that the highest paid players on your team should be your entire offensive line. That's me. I get excited when offensive linemen get paid a crap load of money because I never, I have never said, oh, that's an overpayment for an offensive lineman. No, because if he's one of the top in your, in the NFL, he deserves that money. So you look at, Orlando Brown Jr., that man deserves a crap load of money, and he's in Kansas City. Kansas City's offensive line just got a whole lot better with Orlando Brown. You have, you know, Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson should be the highest paid offensive lineman in football. 100% agree. And people were giving the Colts crap for drafting him like fifth or sixth overall in that draft. And I'm like, I mean, he's worth the money, and he was worth the pick, in my opinion. And he's from Jersey, by the way. Oh, and also just want to say that the Colts got several picks from the Jets because the Jets wanted to move up to draft Sam Darnold. Oh, and let's think about that. Is Sam Darnold on the Jets anymore? No. Is nope. Quentin Nelson still on the Colts? Yes, and he's the best offensive lineman in football. But this is I'm going down the I'm going down a very, very, very deep hole, and we don't have enough time for that today. We could do a whole episode on offensive linemen another day. The point is, is simply this. Aaron Rodgers has been disrespected. He doesn't want to be here, but he's here reluctantly. He doesn't have a good relationship with the ownership. He doesn't have a good relationship with the general manager. And I know damn well he doesn't have a good relationship 
with Matt LaFleur because what Matt LaFleur did in the NFC Championship game was completely messed up. Oh, my God. He should not have done that because he gave Tom Brady an opportunity. And you give Tom Brady a slither of an opportunity, nine times out of ten, he definitely makes you pay for it. So, And we all know the Packers should have been in the Super Bowl and not the Bucs. The Packers lost that game. The Bucs did not win it. We all know this. We all talked about it. So the bottom line is simply this. Aaron Rodgers is probably going to go out and ball out again because that's just who he is. If the offensive line can hold up, he's going to be fine. The Packers will probably win 10, 11, 12, hell, even 13 games again. They probably win their division because their division stinks. And that's pretty much, and that's pretty much it. The question then becomes, what's going to happen when they get to the playoffs? Who are they playing? How do they perform in that game? It's a lot of question marks. But guess what? It is July 30th. The first preseason, like honestly, for most teams, the first preseason game is not for another two or three weeks. We have a lot of time and we're not even into September. We, we got to see what happens moving forward. I like the addition of getting Randall Cobb. He may not be the same wide receiver he was four or five years ago, but he could still be reliable. He has a good relationship with Aaron Rodgers. That's his guy. Aaron Rodgers wants him here. And that's that. Honestly, I know he, ha- I know he's messed up in the head and he needs a lot of help, but if, I don't. I don't know if it, I don't think Antonio Brown is on a team right now. I don't. No, think he, he, is. he he resigned with the Bucks. Oh, he did. I thought he was yeah, he still did. a free agent, but whatever. No, I mean, he, he's back. You know, I look at it this way. I'm gonna throw a crazy one out there. Let's say that the Browns don't want Odell Beckham anymore. Oh boy! What's stopping oh. the Packers from going out and getting OBJ? Oh boy! The same. That would be a but terrific addition for that team. If you want Aaron Rodgers to stay here long term, you got to do what you got to you got to make him happy. You got to do everything you can. Money be damned. Because then, because then, here's the thing. Here's the thing. In order to, you know, there's the old saying that goes, "You got to spend money to make money." Yep. I've always I brought up this analogy all the time. George Steinbrenner, which what made him great was that yes, he wanted to make money, but he also wanted to win. So we spent a crap load of money over years, and guess what? He won five, six World Series. He won seven or eight World Series championships in his entire ownership of the New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. He made a crap load of money anyway. Yeah, he did. But, ever, but, you know, I get it. You know, it might be different because this is a community-owned team. So it might be a little bit harder because you have so many others. But at the same time, you have been gifted one of the most talented quarterbacks in the history of the National Football League. He fell to you at 26th in the draft when he should have been taken number one overall by the freaking Niners. Instead, he took Alex Smith. I wonder to this day what the how many Super Bowls the Niners would have if Aaron Rodgers was their quarterback, not Alex Smith. You were gifted a franchise quarterback in Brett Favre. You were then gifted his successor in another franchise quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. Is Jordan Love going to be a franchise quarterback? He may. He may not. Who the hell knows? But you've been gifted that. You screwed over one of them. You you ended the relationship with one on a very bad note. I don't think you really want to go down this road again. But I think there's too many bridges that have been burned. So at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers is going to go out and do what's best for him. He's going to go out there and do the best for his team. He loves his teammates. He loves everybody on that team. Hell, he was, he was in love with... Um, I think it was like a, I don't, I want to, I think it was like a practice squad wide receiver and the Packers cut him like a couple months ago. And that pissed off Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Rodgers goes out and he respects everybody on that team. 
He wants to do the best for everybody. He wants to win a Super Bowl for himself, but everybody else as well. He wants to go out there and perform for the fans because that's who he is. So we'll see. We'll see. But the Packers have burned a lot of bridges, and it's going to take a lot for him, for, for them to regain the trust that Aaron Rodgers had for this uh, this whole organization. And I wouldn't be surprised within two years he was he was somewhere else. I don't know where that will be, but even if the Packers win the Super Bowl, I don't think Aaron Rodgers finishes his career in Green Bay. No, yeah, I'm 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 with you 100. He's he's still that bad man that he is, but I'm 100 with you. Whether they win a Super Bowl or not, he's not finishing his career in Green Bay. He's he's either going to retire, which would be the more likely possibility in my personal opinion, or he could probably go somewhere else and probably make another team better and win another Super Bowl there. But hey, we'll see what happens. But like I said before, if they do not win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers this year nobody is going to look good. Absolutely nobody. And on that note, that'll wrap it up for this episode of the Bottom Line Podcast. What do you think about the whole Aaron Rodgers situation? Let us know on all social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bottom Line WMCX, and on Twitter at the NVP Show, and on Instagram at NVPQB11. Use hashtag Bottom Line. And please, please make sure you subscribe on all audio platforms as well as on YouTube and hit the notification bell as well so you do not miss that episode. Just include Jimmy when searching for this podcast and on this day just a quick shout out here real quick before we actually wrap things up today is july 30th and at the time of this recording our dear friend jackie deep squall and all of her beautiful pageant queens are getting ready to compete in the miss international pageant this weekend it is going to be an absolutely tremendous event and we just want to send our best wishes to jackie and all of the amazing amazing women out there who are competing in this pageant all of you are going to be absolutely amazing and we can't wait to see the turnout and uh jackie you're gonna be amazing and we really really hope that you go out there and take the crown but you know what regardless of the result make sure that all of you know that all of you are absolutely amazing in what you're doing regardless of what the result is and that you keep doing what you're doing and don't ever stop she's already she's already won it in my opinion i mean she's already won it with the amount of people that love and support her. She's already, she's already like the top pageant woman in the world because of the amount of support and love that, that, that she gets from so many people. So she's already, she's already a dub in everybody's mind anyway. 100% agree with you. And I could not have said that any better myself. That is well said, my man, but best of luck to Jackie and every single woman out there competing in the Miss International pageant. You all are going to do absolutely amazing. Let us know what you think of the whole Aaron Rodgers situation as well on all social media. And don't forget, we have an official website, thebottomlinepod.com. Be sure you go check it out. And also check out our Patreon as well. I will leave yes, links to give us money. them in the description section. Wait, what was yes, that, Neil? Give, give us money. <laughs> give us money. Yeah. We want all of it. No, I'm, I'm, we're just we want kidding. all of it. No, we want all of it. No, don't <laughs> sugarcoat it. We want all of the money. We want all of it. This is... This is who we are. We, we take your money. <laughs> oh, Neil. But in, in all seriousness, please go check out our website and our Patreon. I will leave links to both in the description section on all platforms. For Neil Piano and for Mr. Taco as well, I'm Jimmy Fittizzi. This is the Bottom Line Podcast, and we will see you in the next episode. Peace and take care.